0: friends, welcome to episode 116 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Doris Swift. Welcome to the show. It's so great to have you. And I am excited about the conversation today because we are talking about how God can use what's right in front of us for the next step out in faith that He's calling us to. And it is very exciting stuff, but first I wanted to ask if you are in the Palestine, Texas area, because if you are, I would love to invite you to a women's conference called More Than a Mom. It's on Saturday, October 8th, and it is in Palestine, Texas and at the Southside Baptist Church at 1500 Crockett Road in Palestine, and I will put the information in the show notes. My friend Candice Reyes' is. Ministry Hooks to Crook is sponsoring the event, and I will be speaking with Candice and also B.J. Garrett. So it's going to be a great, great conference. And today my show is with Brittany Ann. She is my guest and she is the founder of EquippingGodlyWomen.com, which is a popular online website which helps equip busy women to dig deep into God's word. And Brittany Ann has a conference coming up as well. It's a free online conference and we're going to talk about that so you can hear more about it in your seat there. I know what Brittany Ann has to share is going to encourage, inspire, and challenge you. So listen in while I have a chat with Brittany Ann. But first, here is a message from Access More. Welcome back to the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm excited to welcome my friend Brittany Ann. She is a best-selling author, a speaker, and she's the founder of EquippingGodlyWomen.com, which is a popular Christian living website, and it's dedicated to helping busy Christian moms find practical ways to go all in in faith and family. And this is just amazing because I love how she even says on her website that she encourages women to chase hard after God even when it isn't easy, because let's face it, life is hard. So I'm excited to have her on. She is an author of several books, including Fall in Love with God's Word, Practical Strategies for Busy Women, and Follow God's Will, Biblical Strategies for Everyday Life. And these are applicable to not only moms, but women in general. So I know it'll just really bless and encourage you today. And welcome to the show, Brittany, and it's so great to have you on.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get to speak with you today.
0: Thank you. I love your message and your ministry and what that is all about. And the fact being that your books are helping women to dig deeper into God's word because life gets so busy and it's hard sometimes. And we really feel it when we aren't able to connect with the Lord in a personal way. So I would love if you would share a little bit about your story and how you're taking action where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect.
1: Absolutely. So there's just so much we could share where do I even go back to. Um, I was raised in a very Christian home. Um, I am the granddaughter of a pastor. My mom was and still is the church pianist. So I have a very much Christian background. But there comes a point in everyone's life who was raised as a Christian where eventually you have to figure out, is this just the environment that I was raised in? Is this what I ac- actually believe? Is this where I want to continue in? And I know it's so common for people when they get to their twenties that they go through this period where they say, you know, do I believe this? Do I want to continue in this? You know, what choices am I going to make now that I have the ability to make these choices? So when I was a teenager, through a really rough period where I believed God existed, but I didn't know what that looked like. If I wanted to follow that, um, it was just a really dark period in my life where I was depressed, I had an eating disorder. Um, I just got to the point where I said, you know, God, I'm kind of done with all of this. Like there's nothing wrong. I had a wonderful family, I had friends, I did good in school. And yet I was like, you know, I'm just kind of done with this. I'm over it. I'm just done with all of it. Like feel free to take me out now because I'm just, I'm just ready to be done. I'm ready to quit. And God didn't just let me quit. Even when I was in a place where I said, you know, I have nothing left. He was like, that's okay because I am enough for you. And so I went through a very rough period, um, where some things that I wanted to happen didn't happen and some things that I did want to happen that shouldn't have happened, possibly happened. Um, and life is just kind of tumultuous when you're in your 20s and that's just how it is sometimes you have to figure it out as you go and you make a lot of mistakes along the way so one really good thing that came out of it is i met my now husband um we fell in love fast and then i got pregnant so i can't say that's a bad thing because i have a son now who i adore um i have three kids now but at the time like oh i am pregnant and It was just kind of a messy period where I'm like, okay, well, I am a Christian, but I'm in this circumstance now where I um, am not married yet. I have a baby on the way. We had a rush wedding, got married really quickly. Um, But then I was at home in an apartment with a baby and my husband worked out of town all of the time because he had to make ends meet and he was the only one that was working. And it was just me and the baby. And I remember feeling like, I have no idea what God's plan for my life was supposed to be. You know, I grew up in this Christian home. Like I am a strong Christian. I should go like do these Christian things. And here I am just stuck at home with the baby. And there's not really a lot of things that I can do. Like how could I possibly follow God's will for my life? I am so messed up as a person right now. Like there's so much wrong with me emotionally. Um, I don't have a lot of opportunities right now. I don't have a lot of connections. It's just me and a baby. And yet it was through that season that God really just set me in this place of healing where I didn't have to talk to other people and I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to do anything. I could just sit there and be a mom and be a wife and be a Christian. And that's all I had to do. And it was a time of healing and a time of building up. And I still felt like, you know, I don't know what God had for me, but i messed up. I missed out. It's my fault. I did the wrong thing. I mean, I had a lot of shame in that time, but through this time, I found out that you could start writing online as a way of making extra money. And our second kiddo came along around this time. And I said, okay, we have two kiddos. Now we have hospital bills. We didn't have health insurance at the time, or at least not good health insurance. Um, so I have a lot of medical bills. I have a nap time. That's what I have. It's not a lot, um, but this is what I have. I have a couple hours during nap time when the kiddos are sleeping. I could Write a little bit online. I made five bucks an hour to start. I'm like, this isn't very much, um, but this is what I have. This is what I have available to me. So I started writing online, and it wasn't much of a start. I started writing about like dental implants and um, car dealerships and all kinds of things that I never care about. Um, but it was what I had. It was what was right in front of me. It was what I could do at that time. And from there, it morphed into me starting equipping godly women. Which fast forward several years, we have. Um, Equipping Godly Women just celebrated our eight-year birthday um, the other day, so I'm really excited about that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. But now I am a best-selling author, and I host conferences, and I am able to equip women all over the world in nearly every country, all over the world, and share with them the life-changing power of God's word and following God's will. And it's just so encouraging to me to look back to see that, you know, I had no idea what God had for me. I had no idea. Um, I went to school, to college to become a teacher. I thought I would be a classroom teacher. That's not how I ended up. If I had known, oh, God will someday call you to be an author and a speaker, I could have gone to school to get a business degree or a communications degree or so many other things that wasn't the path. Mm -hmm. But even when I didn't know where God was calling me, he knew where he would be calling me. He saw where I was in my little apartment with just me and the baby. And he said, you know, you may not think you have enough you may think that you're too far gone or you messed it all up you ruined god's plan but the little that i had he could take that and he could turn it into so much thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the spark media network that can now be heard on the edify app And he said, you know, you may not think you have enough. You may think that you're too far gone or you messed it all up. You ruined God's plan. But the little that I had, he could take that and he could turn it into so much. And so I think that's just so encouraging that no matter where you are or what you've done or what has happened in your past, or if you feel like you don't have enough, you don't have to have enough. The God who created the entire universe can take what little you have the same Jesus who took the couple of fish and loaves and fed the 5,000, he can take your little bit that you have and he can turn it into so much if you're just willing to step forward and walk in faith.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. And congratulations on the celebration of, you know, your eighth anniversary of equipping godly women. That is so awesome. And, you know, the way you were explaining how you were raised in the church and then at the time in your teens and 20s where you were kind of feeling, is this real? You know, is this my faith or, you know, because we can't take our parents' faith with us if we were raised in the church. And I love that you had to seek that. And I think it's so important. We hear so many different stories from, you know, well-known apologists that they came to knowing Jesus Christ, came to saving grace through seeking and almost trying to disprove and they couldn't. And so now, you know, and coming to faith, but how God really did a work in your life with that, because there are so many struggling right now with faith. And also there's such a big movement of the progressive Christianity and the deconstructing faith and thinking, mm-hmm. oh, there's a whole wide world out there that I've missed. You know, we always have that FOMO, the fear of missing out. And I think it's really... And to the enemy kind of uh, putting this in the minds of the younger people of, you know, the world has more to offer than God does. You're bound by all of these rules and things. So I it's just so refreshing to hear how he moved you into this and what you're doing now. And it's just very encouraging um, about the fact that, you know, what you said, if I had known this, I might have taken a different path to be equipped or prepare but such a testament of God's faithfulness and how he equips us and, um, you know, and uses different people in our lives and experiences. So so now you have equipping godly women. So how did you get that message out and how did that start growing?
1: Yeah. So as I said previously, it really just started so small with I. I started a little blog. I was like, okay, this will be cute. It'll be something, a little hobby that I can do at nap time. I really didn't know God's will for my life. I didn't have the grand plan. I think so often that we think we have to figure out what this big overarching plan is that God has for our lives. And we need to know the whole end game. And we have to figure out our five-step plan to get there. And for me and for so many people that I have talked to, you don't know how it's going to end up. And like you said, like if I had known, maybe I'd have taken a different route to get there. But I love the fact that God doesn't overwhelm us with needing to know all of the details on day one. Because while sometimes we think, oh, I want to know all the details. I want to know how this will work out. Then if God gave us that, I feel like so often we would just rely on ourselves. We would rely on our plans. We would rely on our details. But it is so gracious of God to say, okay, you don't need to know the whole picture. You just need to know the next step. That's all you need to know because we're not following a plan. We're following God. All we need to know is, okay, here's where you go next. And like I said previously, like I didn't know where I was going to end up. Maybe I would have gone a different way. But God knew exactly where I was going to end up. And he knew what I needed to have. And I can, looking back now, see all of the things that he placed in my life and all of the things that I have that have made such a difference that I would have missed out if it had been left up to me. I'm so glad that God doesn't leave it all up to us because we would make terrible decisions. (laughs) I can think of so many times in my life where I would have decided one way. And I'm so glad that I didn't now looking back, but I didn't know Um, So it's really not a matter of figuring out the whole plan. It's just, okay, what is the next step? What is available to you? You don't have to figure out, oh, does God want me to be a missionary? Does God want me to like do? No, what is right in front of you? And for me, it was writing some articles about dental implants. I wrote so many articles about dental implants, but it was taking that first step. This is what I have right in front of me that then God could open the next door and the next door. And I didn't see doors two, three, four, five down The road when I was on step one, I only saw, Hey, this is an opportunity that's right in front of me. So I think that's an important thing for us to remember is it's okay to wrestle. It's okay to not know. It's okay to just say, I have no idea. But what can you do right where you are? So God has absolutely used so much of my past. The fact that I grew up in church with um, such a solid Christian background, I absolutely use that today in my ministry. The fact that I have a teaching degree, I absolutely use that in my ministry. Because that's one thing that I am gifted at is some people are really good at being encouraging or motivating, but I am good at taking complex concepts um like the Bible, for example, and different themes throughout the Bible. And I am really good at teaching it in a way that is easy to understand, very systematic, straightforward, and I can break it down in a way that people can understand. It just comes kind of naturally to me. That's one of my giftings, but it's also something that I've studied because I have a degree in elementary education where I've learned how to um, Craft good questions. That's a skill. I've had to develop it. And I'm so glad that I did. You know, it may not be the path that I immediately would have thought, oh, this is the path that I would take. But I'm so grateful that I have these skills and I have these experience. Um, The fact that I have children absolutely has influenced the way that I lead my ministry because I understand what it's like to be a busy mom. I am a busy mom. Like I have kids who tell me that they need poster board at 7 a.m. And I'm like, why in the world are you telling me at 7 a.m.? I have kids who I'm trying to get out the door in the morning. And I'm like, why are your shoes missing? We talk about this every day. You come home, you put your shoes away in the same spot and they will be there. Why are we talking? talking about this when we should be headed at the door. So I understand like how hard it is when you want to read God's word, you want to follow his will. You want to figure out how to be this Christian. And you think how in the world, I don't have the time. I don't have that brain space. I am so busy, like cleaning up. My kids cannot clean up after themselves or they're tracking mud through the house or whatever it is. Um, All of these things that I have in my life allow me also, while. Sometimes it makes ministry more difficult because it's always a juggling act and you have to figure out, you know, where the balance is and where that lies. Um, But God gives us so many things in our life that we don't know when we're going through them that it's going to work out for our good. And then he comes in after the fact and he's like, okay, you have this, 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 and now look what I'm going to do. It's kind of like if you had all of the ingredients for a recipe out on the counter and you're like, I have no idea what to do with this and this, like, this is a bunch of random things. And then God comes in and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to make this beautiful recipe. Of all of these things that seem so disjointed and you had no idea, but no, I knew this is the pieces that I have. This is what we're going to do with them. It's going to be amazing. Even if we don't know God's will, even if we don't know what his plan is, God already knows. And he's already busy preparing us and he's already figuring it out behind the scenes. There's nothing that we can do that God doesn't already know that we're going to do. So his plan for our life takes that into account. I thought I had messed up God's plan for my life. I thought, you know, I am stuck at home with this baby. I have no opportunities. I am just here. But God knew I was going to do that. He didn't make me, you know, go get pregnant, but he knew I was going to. He knew that before I was born. He knew what well, he had to work within me. Mm-hmm. And he created a plan and he crafted a plan for me taking that into account. Mm-hmm. I love that illustration
0: about the recipe and how God can make a beautiful, like, Taste and see the Lord is good. Like he can make this beautiful meal out of just what we have, you know, and that evergreen stuff you were talking about, about the kids and, you know, it doesn't matter. Young or old moms can all relate to that, how we go through that. And I think that is probably part of what draws women into the ministry that you have, because you're so relatable. And you know, because you've lived through the struggles that they are going through. And it's just something that's common ground. And also the fact being that you were talking about your gifting, which I love, because some women uh, may feel intimidated about helping women see and read the word of God, because maybe their gifting isn't teaching. And you have a way that God has gifted you, and he has equipped you through your, you know, your learning and all of that, how to break it down and teach it. But like you said, some women too, they might have a gift of encouragement or something, and can use the word in those different ways too. So That really was impactful. I think that's going to really encourage someone today, besides all the other encouraging things you've already said, um, the fact being that, well, I'm not a teacher, so I can't teach someone. I can't teach a Bible class or whatever. I cannot you know, lead a small group. I cannot do these things. Well, we don't do it in our own strength, and we do it in God's power. And how earlier you said, we're not following our plans, we're following God. That was a powerful statement right there and a great reminder um, that we're not in control and it's okay that we don't know everything, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I wish I knew everything. I am such a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I am such a list maker and a planner. I would love if I had it all figured out and I said, okay, here's the plan, and here's how we're going to get there but i'm not omniscient i don't know what's going to happen in the future if i would have been left to my own devices my life would look very different and not in a good way um, because we just don't know. But that's one of the beautiful things about Christianity that God created each of us so unique and special and different. And he has a plan for our life and it doesn't have to be simple and straightforward. He can take the roundabout scenic route with all of us. Sometimes we need that scenic route because we still need time for our character development. Mm. Um, I didn't show up on day one and be this amazing. I don't think I'm an amazing teacher now either, but I didn't show up on day one and be like, wow, I am so amazing. And let me show you this <laughs> website. That's, you no. Know, I started off and my first, my first blog post does not exist anymore. Cause I'm like, no, that needs to be deleted that we're done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's a matter of, I think so often women overcomplicate it mm-hmm. in terms of their spiritual gifts. And they think, oh, well, I'm not good at anything, or I am not particularly talented at anything. None of us are particularly talented at anything, especially when we're first starting out. I have this conversation with my kids all the time when they come up to me and they're like, oh, well, I made this drawing, but it's not very good. Or I started this new sport and I'm not very good. And I always ask them, okay, well, how many times have you practiced? How long have you been doing this? Oh, it's your first time drawing this thing. Hmm, okay. It's your first time playing baseball. Okay, you're not supposed to be good at you're a beginner. You're it's day one. And that's one of the beautiful things is when we are a beginner, we start small. And that's where you're supposed to start. And you're not supposed to be good at things yet. So I think so often we overcomplicate things and think, oh, well, what am I good at? I'm not good at anything. Well, I wasn't good at writing when I started either. But it's taking that first step and saying, okay, I may not be able to do all of the things, but I can do something. What can I do? How can I get started? Well, how can I take that first step? Um, I think so often we overcomplicate in terms of spiritual gifts of thinking, oh, well, it has to be, I have to look up in my Bible and I have to look at this list and like pick one. Um, and I think it, there is a lot of value in taking spiritual gifts tests, which there are online. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other personality tests. Um, Strength finders is one I've taken that I love. Um, and there's a lot of value in that. But sometimes it's just as simple as looking around and saying, what things do I love to do? What things am I naturally good at doing? What things do people come and ask me for advice on? Or what things do people come and ask for my help with? And what things do they not? Because it's okay that we're not good at everything. There's definitely things I am not good at. I am not the person for the job in some areas. I will tell this to my kids as well. When they ask me questions, they ask me questions, something about like, disease, like COVID and rates and things this morning. And I was like, that is not my department. I am not a scientist. If you want to know about the Bible, if you want to know about punctuation, like by all means come to me, but I don't need to know all of the things about all the things. And I don't need to be good at all of the things. It really is just a matter of figuring out, you know, what things come easily to you more so than other people. What things do you enjoy? Because God doesn't just give us skills and abilities. He also gives us interests and desires. If God wants you to do something, you He's probably first going to start with making you interested in that. So you can even just pay attention to what things do I care about? What things am I passionate about? What things do I like to do when I have a day off work? Yeah, so good. I I really think that is so
0: important to remember that, especially like you were talking about those personality tests, because. You know, many of us have taken those either whether through work or just on our own and that they are just tools and they're not meant to pigeonhole us into thinking that I can own, I only have this skill set and that's what mm-hmm. I can do. And then we limit God in what he wants to do in our lives. Or if he calls us to something that is not part of our gifting, then it's going to be him that's leading us through that. And, him, you know, it doesn't mean we can't do something that we're not gifted in. It's just like because it's by his, as his strength. You know, like I, I sometimes will say, it's like Moses didn't wake up one morning and say, I'm going to go part the sea. Like that was not in his wheelhouse. But but God, you know, instructed him and allowed that through his power and his might. And, and so it, it is really cool and important the way you've been talking about the example that you're setting for your children and giving them these positive and biblical worldview type messages that we're not perfect and that we don't know everything, and just helping them to seek on their own. Because I think, too, sometimes we can fall into a trap where maybe for some season in our lives, we just wanted to be fed, 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 but never really did anything to use what we've learned, like go into church and check off a box. Okay. I I went to church Sunday. I sat in a seat. I checked the box and how you were talking about that earlier in your life that you were raised in the church. And I think some may struggle with that, you know, finding their own way But like you said, you know, look for the things that God has put in your heart already, the desires he's already laid on your heart and pray for open doors or whatever he leads us into. So that is so important. And I would love to, if you would share a little bit about a conference that you have that's coming up, because I think that is a fantastic value
1: because it's free. (laughs) So Um, I'll let you share about that. Yeah. Thank you for asking. So. I am hosting the Called to Act conference this September, September 13th through 15th. It is a three-day free online conference where we have a variety of best-selling authors, um, pastors, seminary professors, speakers, all kinds of just wonderful Christian I hesitate to say experts, but people who have been doing this for a really long time and have a lot of wisdom that they are just coming to share all on the topic of how do you discover God's will for your life? Whether that's in the big things of how do I know what God wants me to do for my job? Or how do I know um, if I should marry this person or move to this place or the big things, or if it's in the little things, how do I parent my children well? How do I respond to this specific situation? How should I respond with my coworker who's not a Christian? So whatever it is in your life where you're saying, okay, I want to do the right thing. I want to follow God's will for my life, but I don't always know what that is or how that looks like. I don't know how to take the Bible's advice, which can be a little bit generic and vague. And how do I figure out how do I live that out on a Tuesday? So this conference again is a 3 three-day free online conference with some amazing speakers just designed to really encourage you and challenge you and help you answer that question for yourself of what is God's will for my life and how do I figure that out? Um, And you will have the link in the show notes. um, So they should definitely go and check that out to get signed up for free. Mm, Thank you.
0: Yeah, that is amazing. And just covers so many different things that Mm -hmm. bring so much value and God provides these things because he wants us to sharpen each other. You know, iron sharpens iron. And so we need each other. We need, as it says in in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, to encourage one another, lift each other up. And we're walking this road together. And how can we, like your website says that we can wake up every day determined to be a better Christian woman, wife, and mother than we were the day before, right? So that's... Doesn't mean that we are trying to say we're good enough because like you said earlier, we don't have to worry about that mess. That's kind of like a worldly message. You know, we have to be enough. What does that even mean? Because God is enough for all of us. (laughs) So, you know, and he is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. And I used to think sufficient was, you know, just enough, but it's just, it's abundant and overflowing in more than enough, really what we could ever ask or imagine or think. So, um, you know, it's just exceedingly abundantly. I love that version
1: of that one verse (laughs) because it's like, I never thought of that before. So thank you personally for sharing that. Cause yeah. Um, I know I am not enough. I am a hot mess some days. (laughs) I do my best. I try. Um, but none of us are enough. And that's the point of the gospel. We're never going to be enough. We're never going to have enough. We're never going to be smart enough. We're never going to be talented enough. We're never going to have it figured out enough, Mm -hmm. but God doesn't ask us to, that's not where he calls us. He just asks us to follow him, to love him and to love others. And he guides us and shows us how to do that. And Christianity doesn't have to be this, um, checklist where, okay, as you were mentioning earlier, okay, I went to church. I read my Bible. I Gave some money. I did the things like that's boring. Nobody wants yeah. that. Christianity can be this exciting, amazing adventure where God loves you and he has a plan for you. And he has this thing just for you. It's like a present. He said, I created you uniquely, beautifully on purpose yeah. for this amazing thing that I have for you. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to figure out all the details. Just follow me. Just come with me. Like, let's go do it together. Um, and I think that's so beautiful. It is so beautiful.
0: And it's so freeing. You know, we take on so much on ourselves that we feel like we need to do, and God's like, "I didn't tell you, you had to do that. <laughs> Why are you doing mm-hmm. that?" Guilty. But yeah, and me too. And it's just like, um, you know, when you were talking earlier about it, and and how we do want to break away from the legalistic kind of checklisting kind of thing. I mean, sure, we love to do lists and check those things off because you know who doesn't love that? But but it just kind you of is it. a picture of you know if you're if you're a parent. You know, we can check off lists too. It's like, okay, I fed you. I made sure you had your school supplies. I drove you to your practice. I did these things. I checked them all off. But if we don't have a relationship with our kid and actually have a sit-down time and heart-to-heart, heart, all those other things we checked off just now, I made you peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, that—that that is not what it's all about. It's about the relationship we have with our kids, and we do those things for them and with them out of the love we have for them, not because we have to, of course, yeah, we we kind of have to, but not, we don't do it because we have to, we do it because we love them. And that's kind of like God in us. And so I love how you are helping to equip women to go deeper in God's word and to develop and nurture and cultivate that intimate relationship with the Lord, because you can certainly see a difference once you've tasted that um, mm-hmm. as to when we're running on empty and running on fumes in our lives. And so I just think it's amazing what your ministry is doing to encourage women in their walk and to learn the word. And uh, and sometimes people will talk about how there's so many who are illiterate when it comes to the word of God. And that's not a negative thing. That's not saying it to be derogatory it's because you just don't know yeah you just don't know and but you can know and i think that's something that people um struggle with too they don't know that they can understand it and then it's like well the holy spirit helps us to understand things and then he equips people like Brittany ann to help break things down because there's more than one way to study and to really take in the whole big picture because it's not just chunks of scriptures when we need them like a prescription, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love that so much. So if you could share how the listener can connect with you and
1: whatever great resources that you have to offer. Sure. So my website is equippinggodlywomen.com. That is our main hub where you can find all of the things. We help busy Christian moms go all in and faith and family. So if you are someone who says, okay, I am a Christian. I do the basics. I do the checklist. I go to church. I read my Bible sometimes when I can, Um, but there's so much more to this Christian life than just the checklist. So if you're somebody who needs kind of a big sister in the faith who will kick you in the butt when you need it and say, hey, let's do this. Like there's so much out there for you and encourage you um, and give you practical wisdom and advice. That is what we do. And we would love to have you join us. Um, As we mentioned earlier, we have the conference coming up, the Call to Act Conference, September 13th through 15th, a free three-day online conference. And then I have several books as well. Um, My latest book, Follow God's Will, Biblical Guidelines for Everyday Life. Life is coming out October 4th and you can read the first chapter for free on my website.
0: Nice. All right. I love that so much. And just the name of that book coming out, follow God's will. Cause I think oftentimes as women, we might say we want to follow your will, God, am I doing it? <laughs> am, I, am I doing it? Am I doing okay? And um, you know, so it, it is so cool to just lean into him and allow him to show us through his living word yeah gonna do okay so i love biblical strategies for everyday life because there are so many other things going on in this world that's just kind of crazy right now and we really need good solid biblical strategies for you know just like armoring up and being ready and and doing what god has called us to do so thank you so much for being on the show it's been such a joy and a pleasure having you on and just so many great nuggets of truth and wisdom that you've shared. And I hope that, you know, women will check out that conference that you have coming up and your website. And if a woman who is listening is in a season where maybe she has grandkids, your site could encourage her as well. But also she can point younger moms to your site because as in Titus 2, we're called to minister older women I don't want to say older age-wise but you know the seasoned women Mm -hmm. are called to yeah the mature (laughs) women are called to uh, speak into the lives of the younger women and it's really both ways it really works both ways Mm -hmm. because younger women also can teach um, teach us a lot too (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I appreciate it as kind of a seasoned season woman, um, and the season that I'm in. So anyway, so thank you so much. And like I said, I'll have all of those links in the show notes so people can connect with you. And I hope to have you on again. Yeah. Thank you
1: so much for having me. And I would love to speak to you again, anytime.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Maybe next time you're on, we can do kind of like, um, build it around the biblical strategies or something. Cause I think that would be really cool. And since your gift is teaching, it would be perfect. I love it. All right, friend. Well, you take care and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. Wasn't that an amazing conversation? I loved the quotes from the show that Brittany Ann shared. One of them was, The God who created the entire universe can take what little you have the same Jesus who took the couple of fish and loaves and fed the 5,000, he could take your little bit that you have, and he can turn it into so much if you're just willing to step forward and walk in faith. Loved that. And I also love where she said, we're not following a plan. We're following God. Such a great reminder. It is such an honor and so humbling when we think about the fact that we follow God and He has plans for us and the kingdom work He prepared in advance for us to do such an amazing nugget of wisdom right there and so don't forget to check out the show notes so you can find out more about the conference that Brittany has coming up online called to act and also the more than a mom conference that I mentioned in the intro and yeah and if you are looking for a speaker for your next women's event I would love to have a chat with you and I'm filling up my calendar for 2023 so reach out to me at doriswift.com or you can also find my speaker profile at womenspeakers.com. So check that out, friends. And I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman who's taking action, where passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week. And I'll talk to you soon.